This session of ADHD contains graphic descriptions of violence, gore, or sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. And as always, we hope you enjoy. We were looking at games on sale, like there was the whole Cyber Monday or whatever. And I was looking at games that the kids might like, and one of them was a turn-based co-op game. I don't think we bought it. But it was like, it was a turn-based co-op strategy game. Well, do you remember what it was? I remember what it was. But it was like meant for more kids, so. Jeez, I was already kind of on the fence about playing tonight because I was up later than I wanted to be last night. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be up at if 5 it, tomorrow if, morning. If it wasn't for Brett not playing last night, I was, I, uh, I was like, eh, we could just not do anything tonight, but. I knew Brett would want to play. And now, of course, he's not even on well, you yet. You shouldn't go comatose. Yeah, I know. I can't believe he slept for 13 and a half hours. I can't. I slept for 12 hours on... Um, yeah, I slept for 12 hours on Thursday. I was asleep at 7, and I slept until 7. I can't do that. I mean... I, physically, I don't normally do it. I don't like doing it. I don't think I'm physically able to do that. Like, even if I wanted to I don't think I'd be able to sleep for 12 hours I'd have to go like a couple days without sleep to be able to do that I can't even take a nap for more than an hour like at any point in time because I just don't sleep that long and then there's also the kids that's really funny that his family wasn't even able to wake him up he said they were all basically trying to wake him up and it did not work (laughs) hooray yes we're both recording already all right, let's do a clap. We haven't done a clap in a couple sessions. That'd be good. All right, I'm going to count down three, two, one, and then we'll clap. Oh. Three, two, one. Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, a.k.a. ADHD and D, a real play tabletop podcast that uses D&D 5e to tell a story and mess around a bit. With me tonight is Carson. Hey! And Brett. Howdy. Thought about just leaving you off. <laughs> just not even saying your name. Um, so, Brett, you missed last night's session because we're doing two sessions in a row. This is insane. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, I put audio in the Google Drive that I need you guys to listen to at some point called Clanky Clank Clank. Um, oh, I forgot about that. I will listen to that. It's, I, I have, I mean, if, if you don't want to listen to just it, which is, it's only a minute long, um, it, it, I already put it into the episode and I'm not sure if I like it, so I might not end up leaving it, but, uh, I think it's episode 35 on Acast. I already, I already edited it and put it up. It's, uh, I start it right when you guys start hearing the noise entering the caldera. So it lines up with that. And it's okay. just, it's like hammering and stuff like that. It's not quite, I found a sound I really liked, but it's, um, it's like, you know, a, a protected one that I'd have to ma- email somebody and ask them if we could use the sound. Hey, can we use this sound? Yeah, and I thought about it, and then my social anxiety got the better of me, and I just found some free sounds and actually put them together and tried to make like a weird like echoing thing so i actually used one sound and changed it like six or seven times and then put it all together so i have no idea if it's good or not 
so you guys can listen to it at some point and check it out. Had somebody today on uh, TikTok arguing with me that I was I must not be any fun to play D and D with because I said it's a poor DM that would let his. Oh, they're right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it would be a poor DM that would let his uh, party get a long rest in the middle of a dungeon. Um, because I was arguing that that's why certain classes regain their, like monks regain their resources on a short rest. It's an intentional balancing mechanic. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, and, uh, so that was, that was fun. You're why people, new people can't get into D and D. Hey man, I think I'm pretty welcoming at a table, but I'm going to say these same things to new people like manage your resources. Well, there's a reason that your character doesn't yeah, regain spell the, slots on a short rest because spells are absurdly powerful. One of my biggest things is just not remembering my own resources, which is probably one of the reasons why we don't do a lot of like large scale dungeons where you don't get rests. Like I did push that a little bit and tried that out a little bit in Erewhon where you guys weren't getting your rests and stuff like you would have liked for a little, like, I mean, that was like two sessions and that was it. And I do like doing that. I do like actually making it so you guys have to think about like, resource management and everything but i can't consistently stick to it because i'm adhd as heck when it comes to it well i'm not talking about like going hardcore into resource management either like i don't want to have to i don't want to have to keep up with you know like rations and you know components for spell casting and stuff yeah i'm just thinking more spell slots and you know ability uses like that type of stuff i'm not even talking yeah like making sure you have food like now if we play dungeon world you can be sure because like rations it's, it's and stuff. It's streamlined though in a way, yeah. way, uh, way more effective way in Dungeon World. Which I can't so. find my book to that, which is driving me insane. I can't find my physical copy, and it's going to drive me nuts. I haven't seen it. I don't think I've seen it since you were up. You played in my garage that one time, Carson. So it might be up there somewhere, or I've lost it. I don't know. Um. All right. Uh. Brett, you weren't here yesterday. Uh, we had we had a very good session. It was very nice. Uh, it was a, it was didn't a great m- session. Basically, the fact that Gideon, you weren't there, don't read too much into that. Um, basically, Gideon was taken by... I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> I was reading Ryan's hilarious text. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw that you laughed at that. But anyway, basically... I'm, I'm now attentive. The, the, I want to say, like, the... Uh, the champion or the not quite the avatar um basically a assistant for like a, a chosen member of the foundry's retinue called aqueous toxultricity a hobgoblin showed gideon around yeah. and then took Do you him remember to toxel and Toxtricity from Sword and Shield, the little poison electric guy. Yes. He's got a little dopper <laughs> on his bottom. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. This was a six foot six tall hobgoblin named Aqueous Toxultricity, um, wearing silver armor and a large and a like a flowing cape that appears to be made out of like steel scales with a like a very thin stiletto dagger on their hip. They showed Gideon to... And where are we? You're in the caldera. The caldera. The foundries. Which is where... The foundries place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Remember... So what was Red doing while 
Gideon's being so shot. You helped, Solaria you helped took, me forge an item. Yeah, Solaria took you to explore. That's why I was yeah, there. Solaria took you to explore. We pretended that you were still yelling at Bottle Opener a little bit here and there. Um, bottle Opener, is that so your dad? You, <laughs> is that your dad? Um, and then Solaria, like, guided you off to, like... Um, but we did also, like, <laughs> do the whole Wheel of Time Perrin forging a magical item with an Ashaman scene where maybe Red yeah. came in and, like, helped stoke the flame with magical dragon breath. Oh, heck yeah, for sure. And, uh, Gideon... All about Had that. Gideon wear, whirl a constitution saving throw to see how well he did, like, how long it would take. And he rolled a 23, which meant it only took two days to forge the item. <laughs> Without wow. realizing it was two days. Like, it was one of those, like, time has no meaning. So it was two full it days? It was, like, two full days. If he slept, we don't know. He finished and was like, God, I'm hungry. He finished, went and saw the foundry, talked to the foundry, and, and then started walking away. And Aquius was like, yeah, it's been a couple days. And he's like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> We said that uh, Red was just curled up sleeping in the... the fire pit of the forge basically at that point hell yeah um mm-hmm. and that was where we ended it we had a flashback you don't even need me you make my characters do what they would yeah, do well that's because you and i are sy- synced you know we're synced up right we ha- we also build yeah. a lot of similar characters um yeah we do <laughs> um and so that's kind of where we came back. Uh, Gideon has a new rear brace, is what we discovered they're called, when it's like armor that goes on your bicep. Okay. Um, like the bracers had... that you get in like D3, you know, that are kind of long and would cover the majority of your upper arm. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, Do you want to hear he what it does? That. It does cool stuff. <laughs> it... <laughs> Can you describe it first, Gideon, to him? Um, okay, so it is... Um... Very polished steel rear brace. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Like total in length. I I don't know if he, you cut um, out or that was a pause. <laughs> and um, I may I may have cut out. Um, I was I was adjusting. Okay, because there was like a very long pause. Okay. I was adjusting my laptop, so it may have come unplugged briefly. Um, my my headset. All you said, you said there was a very polished steel piece, and then it was just empty, like audio for five seconds. After uh, that. it's and then you started talking. It's about um <laughs> eight inches right in length, to, so it would cover the majority of your um bicep. Um, and uh, it has yeah, for sure. Uh, like inlaid. Uh, it, there were basically grooves made into it whenever Gideon was forging it, that were very angular in Dwarven script that it reads, um, well, I'll, I'll go ahead. There's a centerpiece on it is a teardrop-shaped sapphire. Um, and we can get into where Gideon got that from here in a moment, but uh, kind of like bracketing. He got uh, the idea from there. Uh, you're not far off base. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but... Um, in Dwarven script, inlaid in gold that he poured into those grooves, it says, uh, trust your uh, trust your bonds, and underneath, forge your fate, kind of framing that um, sapphire. Um, now that sapphire, actually, he got in dust tide before he left, where... Um, dust shear. Uh, 
Dust Shear, excuse me, um, before he left, um, where uh, he met with uh, someone Theron might know named Ada, um, who gave him the sapphire. Yeah, who you met with Ada recently? Yeah, who gave him the sapphire? Holy um, shit! Well, when Ada was happen? there so whenever the we last, all met. The, the last, the sapphire. So the last session where Sunshine at Night was, I did retcon at some point, or during the fight, Gideon found a note in his pocket that was from someone saying, I'll meet you at your room tonight. And it was Ada, who had slipped the note into his pocket, and yeah, she gave him the sapphire. The sapphire. The sapphire from the sapphire job. And so that is now in the rear brace. Okay. Yeah, so it's now part of the rear brace. And it has some weird magical qualities. It's drawing um, Gideon Ada said towards that a once she location. got that. Yeah, once... And Ada says that once she got it, there was like a voice speaking to her. And Gideon, Gideon wow. cast Divine okay. Sense, or used Divine Sense, his Divine Sense feature on it, and got a sense I mean, of good. That's... Not like great good, just good good. So... <laughs> From from, from the, the from the jewel itself from the sapphire oh from the from the jewel that's great because when I said you got the idea from Theron I was talking about the sapphire because of the sapphire yeah exactly and it is the sapphire it is the sapphire holy shit okay um so this is what uh what I'm calling for the moment the spark of brilliance does once a day as an action. You can make a radiant breath attack in a 30-foot cone. Any creature in the radius must make a dexterity saving throw or take 8d6 radiant damage and half as much on a save. Once per day, oh, as a yeah. bonus action, you hold the bracer above your head, and it, uh, rear brace rather, above your head, and it shines brightly. Any creature in a 10-foot radius makes a con save, DC 16, or is blinded until the end of your next turn. Three times a day, Jeez. as a reaction, you can roll a d6 to reduce damage dealt to God, anyone within 60 more? feet. <laughs> Disarming word. Disarming or is. Yep. You can do. What does the last one do? As a it does an action, a bonus action, and a reaction. The last one is uh, when somebody takes damage within sixty feet of me, I can roll a d six and reduce that damage by the rolled amount, which okay. will stack if I'm within ten feet with my aura and reduce it by another four. Um, yep. So potentially roll. So you can technically reduce damage by up yeah. to ten. That's cool. Basically, uh, Gideon went to the Foundry and said, and the Foundry like asked him basically what he wants, and he said, "I want to help protect people." And so, the disarming words is a boon from the Foundry, as is the Radiant Breath. While the the bonus action blinding is something. Gideon. I was hoping the, I was hoping the Radiant Breath had something to do with uh, Red stoking the the fire. I mean, it's definitely a combination. <clears throat> that magic I think bleeding into it. Yeah, I, I definitely think it was easy to do because of the way that Red helped with that. I think it. I think there was like the magical element into it, but it didn't have a direction or a specific skill until cool. the Foundry cool. did it. So yeah, that's a really cool magic item that Gideon now has, which is actually like his yeah, first real magic item in like I don't know twenty sessions. <laughs> uh. And so you guys are still at the caldera. Um, I don't know. Do you guys feel like staying? Do you? Feel, it's up to you what you guys do now. 
you guys could be like in the forge where Gideon had crafted this and just be talking it amongst you too. Um, Solaria would probably hey. be with you, but I don't think Bottle Opener would be there. He's catching up with his dad. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, Gideon, Gideon, Gideon. Red's poking her bracer while he's talking to you, Gideon. Hey, hey, oh, hey Gideon. Uh, yes, Red. What, what, Gideon? Hey, what is it? You gonna make me something now? What would you like? What are you? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think you'd say yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I want something that makes me look cool. And then he tries to do a cool pose. But I'm going to see if he can. Make a performance. Plus, plus three in performance. <laughs> Nine. He looks goofy. See, I need help. <laughs> it's the best response. <laughs> um... Um, okay, I, I think I actually may have something in mind. Um, it's just a cape. So, it doesn't fit. Perhaps you can help me and stoke it's a human sized stoke cape. the flames again. <laughs> oh man, is it gonna take like two days again? Um, I, I got so hungry during I all that, man. I don't think I have that in me again. Um, I'm sure you ate while, while I was working I, at, it's at not... the forge. Um, why speaking, I'm actually quite hungry myself now that you bring that up, but uh, it, it can wait. Um, would I be allowed to use their materials to make something else for okay, Red? Yeah. yeah, I don't think they would stop you. Um, so I think Gideon begins work again, what he's going to make. Um, I would What I would like to make would be like, have you ever seen those um um they're like something that people can wear on their hands that have like rings that go on every finger and chains drawing back to the central. And then a chain to the wrist uh, or elbow. I think a lot of the time they're chain. There's like a, like a central, like all of the chains extend from something that actually sits up on the top of the hand. Um, let me see. I thought they came back to a bracelet. Maybe it is a bracelet. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I guess it is a bracelet. Like... Um, I'm sending something to the chat, like this kind of, but maybe a little bit more sturdy yeah, looking. Like See if I can find something that was more picturing it looking like that. This is great audio, by the way. It is. It's good audio. Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, that is, is essentially what I'm what I'm talking about. But instead of it being <laughs> rings, they're like steel caps that can go over Red's claws. Right, that he could wear to maybe aid in the like, give it an even finer like slashing edge, and maybe add like a plus one to attack and damage rolls with his claw attacks. Oh yeah, like a plus one. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that type of thing. Oh, that's it's cool. nothing too crazy. Honestly, that's something close to what I was figuring when I was building my dragon class. I was like trying to come up with with weapons that would make sense for a dragon to have, mm-hmm. and like kind of a uh, uh, fist weapons was one of those things. Also, halberds and spears because I think that would be really cool for a dragon to have like massive spears that are like huge. Yeah, that could be really cool. Wolverine claws, not like being able to be carried by. Yeah, I think I actually had that as one of the things as well. I think it was um the one of these classes that I was making, the subclasses or whatever you want to call it, because I still haven't quite, was going to be the brawler. 
and they were going to get like special items that they could have for it. Huh. Or that. Yeah, something like that. So. An Assassin's Creed style hidden blade. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I said, one of my things is why use claws when you can make weapons that aren't quite as good as your claws. Um. <laughs> but I, I imagine you'd be able to wear those. Dry Dragon would be able to wear something Wait, like this without it really impacting the ability to use your claws. Like normal. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe just make it, you know. Almost like it, make it almost like it's like a support for the, the claws to make it be able to hit harder. Like wraps for a monk, but it's claw stuff. Holds his claws in place. So should I roll to see if I succeed or do I just succeed? I make a, hmm, I, I want you to. Do I, I use, do I use my smith tools? Yeah, use your smithing tool proficiency and make a roll for me. Is that just a straight D20 plus proficiency? I'm pretty sure for tolls, yeah. We are nine now, so I do get a plus four, don't I? I'm 34. I don't know what you're talking about being nine. Oh, we're nine? That is a 14, that's a 14 plus four, 18. Nice. Gideon has been on a hot Man, streak. I just updated my character sheet from level seven. You guys have leveled up like twice since Dusk here, so... We got a level leaving Dusk Shear, and then you and I got another level whenever we met up with Bottle Opener. Um, okay, yeah, you you're able to you're able to craft these. These are just what plus one finger guards. Yeah, essentially, just plus one to attack and damage rolls when when Red uses a claw yeah. attack. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be. It's not like something that really gets you into it. So it's not gonna. It like takes you a better part of another day probably to craft it, especially since you got to size up Red's fingers and. Maybe you make them so they're they're not like so that way they're adjustable. So as you go along, you could add links to them or something. So that way, as he gets bigger, cool. he can make it bigger. Cool. Um. But yeah. What 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 do you think, Red? Whoa! Th- these are for me. Oh man! He's like flexing them in his fingers. It feels so good. What are they, what are they called? What'd you call them? Um, well, I thought maybe you could name them. But you made them. Um, call them seeing red, like people are seeing blood or something, Solaria says. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not bad. That's good. We should throw some red paint on these bad boys. Just, I'm still oh, flexing my oh, hands. Solaria, like, leans forward. She's, like, she's sitting up on, like, a work table or something and is taking a drink from, a like, a, a bottle. Name them, or, uh, just, just breathe on them a little bit, Red, before you go into battle so they'll be hot so they'll really tear through people's flesh and stuff. And then they'll be red because oh, you're going to breathe on them and they're going to be hot. genius. I know! Yeah. She downs what's in the bottle and grabs, like, another one. And there's, like, a pile of bottles next to her. She's definitely been drinking while you were doing this. As a bonus action, Red can breathe fire on them and they do an additional 1d4 fire damage. Yeah, I'm good with that. I would actually be very good with that. They It would probably only That's last really for, cool. like, a... Well, for... actually, it would stay hot for a couple... Like, a whole minute, probably. I mean, how... How quickly would metal really cool when you think about it in the middle of combat? Say it lasts ten rounds of combat, I'd be fine with that. So as a bonus action, Woo! you can you can do a little added damage with them. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that a lot. Heck yeah! Ooh, call them fire claws. She says as she drinks another part of a bottle. Oh, I like fire claws too. Seeing red fire claws, probably just Ooh. fire claws though. Is that too long? 
That's probably too long. Fire red claws, she says, and like sways a little bit. Red fire claws. <laughs> yeah, fire claws, yeah. Hey, let me try that. Red wants to get some of the bottles and takes his big swig. Okay. I think Gideon's she likes mortified to thought of a an inebriated red. This stuff's good, Gideon. Me and Avil drank a lot of it one time. And then yeah, I slipped don't... in a fireplace and there wasn't even a fire in it, Gideon. <laughs> she laughs. Yeah, Gideon, maybe you sh- mm, maybe you should have some too. Uh she gives her head a shake and like hops down from the table and like brings you over a bottle and then like she she draws out her longsword that she also has that she likes to just fidget with basically and starts kind of like going through motions but you can tell she's a little bit off um Gideon will take the bottle and drink luckily we don't need a bottle opener for these and she laughs ah uh, I get it because like bottle opener yeah exactly oh, exactly that's then, funny she rubs her eyes maybe maybe it's time for me to stop hmm Yes, I... I and, it, and then she finishes the bottle she's holding. I think we... We'll finish these off for you. He takes another long drink. We, <laughs> there's no... There's, like, no more in the room. She literally handed Gideon, like, the last one. Maybe I should stop, because we're out. Mm. We, uh... Um, it's just been a, a good really... Time to stop. We need to press ahead towards Silverbane. Um... Pretty soon. I think we could maybe stay one more night, and then head that way. I think I have a sense of where it is. Um, is that is okay. that about right, Orion? Is the direction that I'm feeling pulled by um, the spark of brilliance? Uh, is it the same direction I think yeah. Silverbane is? Yeah, you're you're pulled in the same direction as Silverbane-ish. Okay. Um, it's, it's close, at least from what you know. So, uh, Solari, I don't know if it is your plan to keep traveling with us. Or if you and Bottle Opener have business elsewhere, but I think we can make make our way to Silverbane on our own from here. He, I well, Bottle Opener staying here for a bit. He he was the one to get us in here. That's why I needed him. Now that <coughs> uh, she, I cough and I say she burps and goes, but yeah, we could head out in the morning. Starts talking like Rick. Head to Silverbane. That's oh. yeah. <laughs> she 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 hisses a little bit. Like, now that she's drunk, she all of a sudden starts speaking a little bit more like Brax. Yes, I... Mm, Silverbane sounds great. And to remind you, she's like... She's a she's a Leonin, so she's nothing like Brax, but... She was basically raised by him, so... Uh, Silverbane, yeah. Re- I mean, Red knows the way. Yeah, as I can take you As much as I do. It's that way. He points to the exit of the cave. Which just goes out to the caldera and doesn't actually go to anywhere else. <laughs> uh, what time of day? Yeah, that way. Is it? Gotta. Well, I I would say this probably took you a few hours to make these things. For I mean, so it's and if we're saying this is like the same day that you that you handed over the or you got the spark of brilliance, spark of divinity, spark of radiance. Um, Path of Radiance. I'd say it's probably evening time. Um, I, I think we stay one more night. Um, gather ourselves and our belongings. It is evening time. And head out in the morning. Sounds Great good. plan. S- great. 
she's just hissing now. Just, like, straight up hissing. <sighs> Alright, well, I'll see you two in the morning. Red, are you gonna sleep here in the fire? Oh, yeah, man, for sure. Um, I... You know I gotta sleep in the fire. I am famished, and I guess I haven't slept in two days. Um, so I'm going... Yeah, it was crazy, man. Um, I'm going to find somewhere where I can, uh, scarf down some food and then get some shut-eye and get some rest for the, the start of the trip tomorrow, so, um... Oh, yeah. You need to go get a dragon's wink, for sure. I'll, um... I'll see you in the morning. Not if I see you first. <laughs> I'll still see you in the morning, though. It doesn't matter who sees who first. Does it? I'll see you both first, Solaria yells as she's exiting the tunnel. I believe it. Gideon Damn, yells back. she probably will. She's really good at it. Um, so yeah, I think we all just go our separate ways. Gideon eats a lot. Like, a lot. Um, and then, like, passes out, like, 30 minutes after eating. Alright, and then the next morning... You guys set out for Silvermane. Gideon goes around and, um, if the Foundry is able to speak, thanks him again for his hospitality and his boons. I think, I think, I think Aqueous, like, I don't think you're able to actually go up to the Foundry. I think he, like, he's, right now he's still in dragon form, and while he's in dragon form, he's, like, disconnected from everybody in this area like if he was polymorphed into his humanoid form he'd probably be walking around and doing stuff in the forges but this whole time he's been in dragon form and i think aqueous like says he'll relay any information to him and he says that the you know the foundry wishes you safe travels uh to be careful on your way out um and aqueous like leads you guys out of the caldera at least until the mist picks up again. He says, just walk straight ahead and the the steam will abate eventually. Oh, I was wondering, um, before we leave, how do you keep everything from rusting with all this steam about? With so much moisture in the air, you would think that the metal here would rust. Oh, we have... Uh... <sighs> Good morning, Red. We Sorry, have... Just uh... getting ready. We have Wild Dragon 40, he says, and holds up a bottle that says WD-40. Um, <laughs> he says, we, we use this a lot of the time. The Foundry came up with it and makes it for all the metal here. Okay, you guys leave. Um, <laughs> you walk out of the steam, you two and Solaria. And Solaria doesn't seem worse for wear from drinking as much as she did, um... You honestly can't tell. She's she she's just moving like normal, and the steam abates as you walk out of this, out of the caldera and up through this valley where you came, where the giant cathedral is. But in the few days that you have been in there, things have changed. This was like a grassy area that then turned you know to stone because of the the steam and fog hiding everything the grass has already started to blacken and almost has a slimy grimy texture and the the quartz cathedral that you guys entered has like almost taken on a black color to it and it looks like whatever has been hurting the 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 um uh, 
the plants and everything through like the whole area you've been traveling has hit this valley. And I need you both to make perception rolls. My passive perception is now a 15. Nice. 17. That's a 6 plus 5, 11. Okay, so Red, you don't see anything with your 17 at all. But Gideon, you see a lot with your 11. Um, no. That makes sense. I always raise the DC for Brett's characters by 10. So even if everybody else hits, like, the DC is 12, that means it's a 22 for Brett's characters. Well, that makes sense, because I'm always cheating. So exactly. that's fair. Levels the yeah. playing field. Brett rolled an 18. I gotta make sure it's all fair. And an 18. And an 18. <laughs> Listening uh, I, to, I get that joke. Listening to early Taz again <laughs> and hearing all of Travis's 18s. Uh, yeah, constant just constantly. Um, so, wait, who rolled what again? Oh, yeah, I made the joke. Okay. Gideon, you notice the grimy sliminess and the way that everything's dying, and you see Solaria, like, the fur on the back of her head, like, stands up a little bit, and she starts looking around. But then, Red, you notice something that the other two haven't seen yet, and that's something is flying almost directly in the sun. Like, if you were going to try to stay hidden, you would hide in the sun so people wouldn't be able to spot you. And you know that there's at least something up there flying above you, and you're able to kind of call it out as a black dragon drops from the sky towards you. Can we tell the size of the dragon? Oh man, I was gonna fly up. I was gonna fly up to it. Uh, I mean, you can't. I, tell. Yeah, I can't. I can't it, see. It depends anything. on what Red does. Yeah, you can't see anything I, right now. Red, what do you do? My bad. Is it? Has it dropped yet, or is it? It's about to. Like you have like a like an action worth of time to do something. How high up is it? Um, hundred feet or so. Okay. Um, like it's, it's action, high up, but Red, if it drops, it's going to come down really quickly. Right. Red would go, hey, check that out. And he just takes off. And he's going to fly straight up at it 30 feet. Okay. Yeah, because that's as far as it can go. Make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> okay. That's a five. Okay. Wow. That's good. I was going to say That's it's really a shame good, that you left um, my aura, but yeah. I don't think the plus four would have helped you. Not with that no. roll. Hmm. <laughs> to be clear, that's a two plus three, five. Yeah, that's a two plus three. Uh, you take seven points so of slashing fun. damage and are knocked out of the sky as a young black dragon, like, Basically flies by you downward into the ground, just slashing at you as they go by. And they hit the ground roaring as you fall probably about 30 to 40 feet away from the others, like, because you are flying up. Ow, shit! And then as this one hits and roars, a second one flies overhead but does not land. And now around the three of you are two young black dragons they seem to be probably a little bit bigger than red and draconic red says hey what was that all about i need you two to roll um roll initiative 
and we're gonna Isn't have there some a way fun tonight. Have some to fun tonight. Copy? I guess not. I thought there was it's a, a way 17 minus 116. Nice. 11. This is crazy. Gideon, you are first. Surprisingly, for once, red is not last. Yay. <laughs> So there are two black dragons. One is on the ground in front of you and Solaria, and the other one is probably about 30 to 40 feet in the air above you guys right now. He has not landed. We have Dexter. Sorry, Dexter and Drip. How far away did it land from me? Probably about 10 feet. Okay, I will use a bonus action and make my, um, I'll pull um, Dawnbreaker off my back and use my bonus action and make it glow and do the extra 1d4 radiant damage. Um, and uh, I'll um, getting calls out to red. Um, Red, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Assholes. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I think we should probably band together as well as we can. Take this one at a time. And You got it, boss. Gideon's going to run in and, I suppose, swing twice at this, okay. at this dragon. So, a 10 and a 17. Neither of those hit. Concerning. Yikes. And... Did they not say anything back to me? They haven't said anything back to you yet, no. And yeah, I think that, that I mean, there's nothing else I could do until maybe my reaction is provoked, so yeah, that'll be it. Okay. And Dexter is going to attack back at you, Gideon. Is that the one you attacked? Yes. It's the only one on the ground right now. So. He, and he did say attack oh, back, okay. so I did assume that was the one I tried to attack. Yeah. Let's see. Did I land... Did you say this, or I just did I just picture this? I pictured le- Red landing behind Dexter. So yeah, I, I picture you about did. 30 feet away. Like, you were flying up and at an angle, and when Dexter came flying down at you, he slashed you, and you fell still at that kind of angle. So you fell like 30 feet away while Dexter landed right next to basically where you were standing. So you're behind Dexter okay. right now. Um, okay, Dexter rolls a 9, a 23, and then bites at... So he slashes you with his claws and then, Jeez. And then rolls another 23 as he bites at you. Yeah, the second and third hit. Okay. Man, dragons are crazy. Did you know this? Um... <laughs> Holy crap. Maybe I shouldn't have had two of these be here. Man. Um, takes 28 points of damage. Okay. Hold. 24. That does hurt. And then... Solaria is up next. Um, Solaria is going to... Solaria's longsword is out... And she moves at this dragon. It, uh, basically, she it starts to glow almost reddish as she runs toward this dragon, and then she slashes at it 
with the great sword. She has a... Oh yeah, good thing she's here to help. Oh, plus nine to hit. 16 doesn't hit. And a 29, which is a crit, does hit. So, 8, 14, plus 6, 20 points of damage to Dexter. She does. Oh, did I do that? Uh, oh, I forgot to roll. Hold on. One other damage from her, so... Because of her right weapon, because she is a blood hunter. Ooh. And does six da more damage. Does six poison damage to Dexter on top of that. So he just took 26 damage from Solaria. Um, and now it is Red's turn. Is he not... Does he take that full 12 poison damage? Uh, black dragons are acid. It's acid. It's acid. Immune to. Yeah, it is poison. acid. You're right. Yep. I know I double checked that too before I made sure because I was like, wait, I know there. It's acid and poison are two different things in this game. Even though um, I tend to think of them as the same thing. Ah. Uh, so Red breathes as a bonus action. He's going to breathe fire on his fire claws. Um. I think he does it as he's like standing back up and he just blows the fire onto the ground. You know, like he doesn't lift his claws up and blow it. As he's pushing himself up, he's breathing fire on the ground in his claws. Yeah. Um, And he stands up and he says, you're going to regret that. And then he flies straight at Dexter and is going to attack him twice. I think, I think it's fun also. You breathe fire onto the ground where your claws are and stuff and the grimy, slimy grass actually goes up in flames also and now there's like a patch of flaming grass as you push yourself toward Heck Dexter. Yeah. So like the background is now flaming as you yeah, that's rush awesome. toward this thing. So it's a 22 and uh or I mean no, a 12 and a 28. The 28 hits, the 12 does not. Oh. Alright, so that is 11 damage. Oh wait. And then 2 Two more damage, thanks to my fire claws. So, 13 damage. So, he just flies up behind him and is, like, grabbing at him and clawing at his back. And that's your turn? And now Drip. Yes. And now Drip drops from the sky. Drip drop. I think... Drip drop. <laughs> drip drop. Um, oh man, Dexter should have been named Drop, and then it could have been Drip drop. Um, sadly, I named Dexter first. So... Gideon and Solaria move up and are face on, like head first, with this black dragon. Red comes up behind him and attacks him from behind, and then Drip drops behind Red. So now we have this train of three dragons and attacks Red from behind. <laughs> Oop, I rolled one too many dice. Rolls a, a 15, a 25, and a 26. Oh. 15, or the 25 and 26, yeah, they're both going to hit. Okay. Not the 15. So he strikes at you with this claw, and then 20. he tries to bite you from behind, but doesn't quite get the bite on, which is good, because the bite is more damage than the claws, and does 21 damage to you. Are you within, you're within 10 feet of me, though, right? Yeah, you're you're yeah, all basically now within a realm of ten to fifteen. Seventeen feet. damage to you. 
Thank you, sir. 22 damage to now. <laughs> 21 damage to I'm just going to start adding plus 4 to all my damage rolls, and then so when Carson's like, oh yeah, you get Aww. minus this, I'll be like, yeah, you do. You totally get minus that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No. <laughs> yes, take away your 4. And now it is Gideon's turn. Um, okay, I'm going to use my action to, um, cast Bless on all three of us. Um, you, Red, and Dexter? And, and Solaria. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I okay. am now maintaining concentration. Um, We'll see how long cool. that lasts. Um, and I shout, shield your eyes to um, Solaria and Red, and I hold the spark of brilliance over my head, and brilliant light begins emitting from it as a bonus action. So what type of save do they have to make? It is a DC 15 Wisdom. How wise are these dragons? Oh, plus zero. Oh, they're saving throws to the plus three, though. Um, ooh, I rolled two eights. So they both failed this. Heck yeah, are they blinded? I'm sorry, it, it is actually constitution. Oh. Um, they rolled natural fives. So even with the plus six to con, like con save, they're still at only at 11. Um, so blinded creatures have disadvantage on attack uh, attacks, and we have advantage against them on attack. What about if they have blind sight? Oh, if they have blind sight, they're fine as long as they're within certain range of us. Okay, yeah, they have blind sight thirty feet. Unlucky. So, oh well. Yeah, yeah. it's still a really cool thing. They're they like pull their eyes back real quick as they like they're blinded by this brilliant show and then Solari goes ah my eyes just kidding uh, I mean that's that, yeah, that's all I can do I would have cast the spiritual weapon but I'm yeah, gonna I... cast a spell this round yep um okay that means it is uh Dexter's turn again um Dexter is blinded um but not really because he has blind sight but I think he's also gonna go for Solaria because so far Gideon hasn't actually done anything to him while Whereas Solaria did, like, some major damage. Well, wait a minute. Hmm. No, I think... Oh. Hmm. I think he's gonna go for Red. I think both these dragons are just gonna team up on the dragon that's with you because they consider him more of a threat than the tiny little puny mortals. So he's gonna do his multi-attack at you. He's gonna claw at you and try to bite you, and he's gonna get a 10 on the bite, a 17, and an 18 on the claws. Miss, miss, miss. Nice. What is your AC? 27? 20. I mean, yes, 27. Okay, 27. Okay, I'll just give them a plus 15 to their attacks from now on. Um, <laughs> but that's... So he... he's His blind sight, and then because he tries to, like, twist and turn away from the puny mortals and go for red, he, like, just isn't able to actually get that good angle, especially since red's behind him attacking him. And then Solaria gets to go at him. 
As Red's dodging, he says, Why are you doing this? Drip says, Hmm, what does Drip say? All mortals need to be taught a lesson. Yes, they do. I agree. Then join us? He says, questioningly, suddenly. (laughs) Why, Why are you fighting us, then? Hey, you attacked me. You were with the mortals. Well, we don't have to kill them. As Drip They're says, with me. as Drip says, as Solaria like slams her, her, her great sword, her long sword into the into Dexter's back, like twice, <laughs> literally stabs down and then stabs again, um, <laughs> and does twenty six more damage to Dexter. Wow. I'm doing a NPC or like a a monster stat block for Solaria that I found that's like you know it's uh Matt Mercer's stuff. So she's not technically a, you know, it's a challenge 5 rated blood hunter. So it's not quite, you know, it's 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 probably a little stronger than you guys at your level 9 maybe, but it's also like a monster stat block so she doesn't have quite all the abilities. So it's a it's an interesting wow. thing. She'd give us to a good fight. Yeah, she would. Oh, she would. I, it's always a toss-up, because I've thrown, like, CR rating 7 and 8 at you guys, and you haven't even flinched. And she's a CR 5, but because she's a blood hunter, maybe it wouldn't be. I don't know. But also, like, her AC it's is... It's hard sometimes. Her AC is low. It's it's that whole, like, yeah, the CR is great for a party of four, but you also gotta take into account what that party of four is doing. So... Mm-hmm. <sighs> Um, so that was Solaria. Red, it is your turn. Alright, um, I'm gonna use my breath attack Ooh. Uh, to um, hit both of these jokers. So, um, one's in front of you and one's behind you, technically, and the one, Dexter, I don't know if you'd be able to use your breath attack on him without okay. hitting Gideon and Solaria. Can, then I wanna move, can I move around in front of Dexter and join my party? And then breathe it on him and... Drip will get an attack of opportunity. But you can do that. Okay. Uh, Drip claws at you, gets a 28. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I kind of figured. And does a total of 12 damage to you. As he slashes at you as you try to move around uh, Dexter. 8 damage. Um... (laughs) Yeah, 8 damage. Oh, nice. Yeah, he rolled eight damage. That's what I said. God, that's nice. <laughs> All right, and then they have to make uh, dex saves. Dex makes a dex save. I originally named him Dexer, and then I realized that's just like Vexer, one of my characters, and I was like, I don't really want that with a different name. So, uh, what's the DC on this? Fifteen. One gets a twenty-one. Uh, we'll say Dexter gets a twenty-one, and Drip gets a fifteen. Yeah, so that's a save. They take half, though. So right? I mean, but, yeah, they're still gonna yeah, take. So damage. they take they take six damage, six fire okay. damage. All right, and that is the first damage that Drip has wow. taken. One five six. It's okay. He's still in the triple digits. God. Hey, it's okay because Solaria is too. Um, <laughs> I didn't even start there, but okay. Um. Then I'll use uh, my bonus action to healing surge. Okay. And why not? I'll use all of them. 
Uh, no, I won't, because I have five total. You, so you have I'm nine total. I thought we could only use half. You can only use half for okay. a healing surge. Yep, you do have five total that you can use for a healing surge. But it, but it rounds up. Alright, so that's 20 HP. Could have used them all. But just in case I rolled really, really high, I didn't want to yeah. <laughs> burn one. Yeah, use that fifth and D10. And that's my turn. Okay. Alright, it's Drip's turn. Dripper. Now that you have lined up, he moves up next to Dexter, and then he is going to... Breathe out acid breath, exhaling a acid in a 30-foot line that is 5 feet wide. Uh, let's see, so how does this hit? He breathes it straight at you guys. Now we get blessed to this save. We do. And yes. Gideon, yep. something else? We get my plus four. Plus bless. I think he, he manages to get in a straight line where it hits all three of you. So all three of you are going to have to make dexterity saving throws. DC 14. Okay, I need a decent roll here. That's a 23 before bless, so I'm good. Dang it. I rolled, and then when I clicked on it, seven. What does she get? Seven. Oh, Solaria anyway, fails. Just for fun. <laughs> so twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty-one. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, you both save on this. Uh. So you're gonna be taking half damage. Oh, uh, hold on. I gotta get count out my dice. Uh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Jeez. That's a scary number. So you take 24 points of acid damage, and Solaria takes 48. Thank Christ, Ouch I for Solaria. And this line of, like, thick, goopy, drippy acid just sprays at you guys and, like, burns as it touches. But that is uh, Drip's entire turn. Hmm? Do we take 20 damage? Because of Gideon's you, you have already been spared oh. your four damage this turn. This turn. Oh yeah, it's just once per turn. Oh, it's per turn. Yep. But I do. Gotcha. I take twenty damage. Okay. Nice. If I would have got that minus four off of that, I would be back to exactly what I was before my healing surge. <laughs> and this is this is my role to maintain concentration. Twenty-seven. Natural Jeez. twenty. Yep. At twenty. That's a natural twenty. Oh, that's pretty. You're so concentrated. I gotta go get my computer charger. I'll be right back. You think you'd plug it in like before the session starts? You'd think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh, Gideon's turn. Okay, I'm gonna cast spiritual weapon um, as a bonus action using a second level spell slot. And go ahead and make a weapon attack as part of that. That is a melee spell attack. Okay. Um, the weapon materializes as like a... Um, it's like ethereal, but it's like almost like it's shrouded in ethereal flames as well. And it's um, a halberd. Um, um, so that's a 19 plus 8, 27. There's been so many 19s this session. That hits. That is a 7 plus 4, 11 force damage. Okay. Um, and I'll go ahead and swing twice with Dawnbreaker. Uh, I didn't roll them separate. Ah. No, you gotta separate that. That's a shame. Damn. It looks like they probably both would have hit. 
Well, with that plus seven. Right? Yeah, it maybe not. It could have. It could have been. Yeah, that's that's a shame. That would have been plus seven to both. Uh, and a, and yeah, I don't know. It's and, a hard toss up. That's a nat Ooh. twenty. They both hit, and that's yeah, a nat twenty. You. Yeah. Man, can you yeah. kill this guy in one hit? Can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? Uh, I don't know how much health he has left, but I also have some divine smites to pour out here. Um, I know you've got some crazy stuff to pull out right now. And gentlemen, also, is... I don't. We have gotten into four combat sessions since leaving Dusk Shear, and Gideon has natural twenty in every single one of them. He has. I have the list here. <laughs> <sighs> it's wild. Um. Alright, so I do the max damage, and then I roll for damage again. I'll do my non-critical first. That's a 9 plus 3, 12, plus another 3 radiant damage, 15. I've done 26 total damage this turn. That is what I do, right? I do my maximum damage for a crit, and then I roll the crit again, or roll the attack again. Um... I, you, yeah, you, I, yeah. You roll, you roll your attacks like normal, but then for the crit, you add the the max amount to it. Okay, and so that's like what a, that's what I'll do. But I'm going to divine smite using. Um, I'm going to divine smite on my first attack using a first level spell slot as well. Okay. I'm going to say that that's two fours for a total of eight damage. Um, yeah. Twenty three plus the eleven for um, thirty four total damage so far. Um, from the spiritual weapon attack as well, and now I'll roll the damage from my critical. So you don't roll damage, like, did you already do your greatsword attack, or is that from, oh, okay, wait. So you've already, your roll was for your, your first attack, right? You already did I, that. Uh, so that that first one all, all of these numbers that we're seeing above us here, the 12, 13, and 8, that is all of the damage effects of my first Warhammer attack. Okay, that's what I wanted to clarify. Yep. Okay, so this that, next one is your second Warhammer attack, which was the critical. The critical. So I'm rolling a D10 and I'm adding 13, the maximum damage I could roll from it, plus my strength modifier of three. Yeah. And that is, I guess, yeah, Jeez. five plus 13, 18 damage. And I'll actually use a second level spell slot here with Divine Stri- uh, Divine Smite, and I'll add three D8 to it, which is another 18 damage rolled well there. So that's 36 damage. And then my D4 radiant damage from my... Okay, so that's 40 total damage from that attack. Plus the 23, 63, plus the 11. That is 75 damage. Woo! Yeah. What does it look like when you just pulverize this dragon? Um, Like... Everything is radiating light. Uh, the spark of brilliance on Gideon's arm is radiating light. We've got a an ethereal halberd that is floating in the air, kind of above the dragon near Gideon, that is radiating light, and Dawnbreaker itself is radiating light. Um, and I think as Gideon swings Dawnbreaker through the air, um, you kind of get that... Um, like, like it's like the luminescence of the hammer is amplified, especially when the, the blows land. Um, is there a claw? I guess there'd be a claw somewhat near me at least. I think he slams Dawnbreaker down on top of one of the claws and just like shatters it uh, with the first attack and like swinging back up diagonally back towards it's the left. It's the claw to Gideon's left that he did that to swing back up diagonally to his right 
with two hands with everything he has, he just slams Don Breaker into the side of uh, Dexter's head, um, like right under the eyeball, and uh, kind of growls out, Don has broken. And he's still concerned about what he has in front of him because that's a good blow, but he also just used a lot of his resources. Yeah. Damn, Gideon, you're scary. I think Solaria just starts laughing and then runs toward Drip and attacks. I'm sorry, 74. Now. It was 74 damage. Jeez. She goes bad. before me. Uh, yes, she does. 20 and a 12. Dang. One of those hits. She doesn't get both hits this time. And does 17 damage to this guy, Drip. Did did he Dexter go down? Before now, so. Dexter's dead. Yeah, I mean, Dexter's dead. You pulverized him. He's a smushed body on the ground now. He was... He was dead before... Like, as, like before you... You didn't even have to roll that full second, like, 3d8, like... He had like six health left when you rolled those through that eighteen. He was done. You pulverized him. You took him for half of his max health, over half of his max health with that one attack. So Solaria manages to strike into Drip and does decent damage, seventeen damage to him with one attack. And now it's Red's turn, and you only have Drip. So, uh, Red looks over at Drip and says, "I don't know why you're making us do this." And then he opens his mouth, uh, and see how big is it he looks up at the sky and shoots out a little bead of fire it flies way up in the air and over drips head and behind him about 15 feet and then as it starts falling down to the earth it makes this low roar and turns into a giant fireball Uh, and he needs to make a deck safe as this fireball comes crashing down on him. He rolls a... 19. Well, that saves. So he takes... Why is it just highlighting? 17 damage. Okay, 17 damage to him. Of my 34. As a bonus action, I will use my other healing search. Heal up six. Nice. And that's it. Okay, it's his turn. Um, he... Hmm. He sees Dexter down on the ground, and then he just got hit by this fireball that blasted his butt. Um, literally <laughs> from behind. My five-year-old's new favorite word is anus. Um, and so his <laughs> anus got roasted. It's really great. Uh, love it. Every second of it. Love being a parent. Um, love having my five-year-old just repeat the word anus constantly. <sighs> Anyways. And I think he disengages and flies straight up. And he, like, yells down at you, You'll you'll meet us again! Strix won't stand for this! How, how what? Do you guys what? How, how far is straight up? Uh, is it 80 feet or something? Yeah, he's got a fly of 80 feet, so. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. Sorry, I was looking at the ancient steel dragon stat block that I had in front of me. He's got a fly. No, it's still 80 feet. He's got a fly of 80 feet. Yep. So he flies straight up 80 feet, basically. Yeah, you tell Strix what I did. 
and tell her Red's gonna come see her. Okay, I'm still getting mixed signals from you. I'm sorry, I didn't want to have to do that. I'm- my name's Drip. (laughs) I guess I'll see you- I'll see you soon, buddy. And like, Gideon, is this in common or is this in Draconic? Uh, Drip is speaking in Draconic. So they're just like, roaring back and forth at each other, is what Gideon's hearing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Solaria- Solaria definitely knows, uh, Draconic. But hey, Ryan. Yeah, I want to loot that dragon. Okay, you loot that dragon. Loot that dragon. Loot that dragon. Gonna loot that dragon. I'm walking on sunshine. So Dexter is definitely a worthy opponent. So I'm trying to figure out if uh, Red goes Red cannibal. Eat him? Though. I was gonna say that's cannibalism there at that point. That's not yeah, eating I don't... just a random mortal. I don't think you would eat a dragon. Okay, so how do you... Uh, um, I think Solaria, like, walks up to the dragon, like, looks at Red for a second, and then just shrugs, and starts, like, probably harvesting some of the meat, and, like, the teeth, like, starts pulling teeth out of his mouth. Oh, scales, hey, come on, don't scales, do that. Scales, maybe, if we can get scales for crafting materials. Oh yeah, I'd be good with that. You oh, want dragon come scales, on, guys. I'm all for that. Um... Uh, young so dragon scales are hard yet malleable compared to an adult dragon scales are easier to manipulate by an expert armorer. Um, so yeah, you get some scales. I'm fine with that. Uh, I don't know if he would have much on him. He's got he's got a pouch, and in that pouch is a a lunchbox full of tacos, which is weird. I take those. I don't know why. Solaria grabs a few of them. Um, hey! are, are they dragon sized tacos? They're pretty big tacos. Like uh yeah, they're I I don't know if they're 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 probably a little awkward for a dragon to eat, but they are bigger than your normal average like mortal kind taco. Um What's the lunchbox look like? Like is it a paper bag or has he got like a cool tin? It's like a tin lunchbox. Um drawn on the side is like an image of like a really cool red dragon. Like really right. cool looking red dragon. Like over the top that. cool. Like it's all, it's got obvious like extra muscles on it, which is kind of weird for a dragon. Awesome. It's a little yeah, cartoonish. I'm put that in my bag. Okay. Uh Gideon, your dragon scales are worth about 1600 gold. Good. So I would say that you're you would be able to sell like some of them, but still have some for crafting things, so you'd be able to do that crafting. Um, and he doesn't make have any weapons on him. Yes. I'd like to, like, let's say you take, like, a dozen scales, and if you sell six of them, it's 1,600 gold, and then you kept the other six for crafting. Like, these are probably pretty large scales, too, so you don't need a lot of scales to craft. Um, Can I, can I, and you, you mentioned teeth. Can I harvest a couple of the teeth too? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Solaria is like pulling teeth and claws out, like cutting teeth and claws out. It's pretty grisly, honestly. Uh, so y'all don't want me to eat you when you die, but like this is okay. Just like just wanna Hon- just honestly, wanna Red, down. you 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 can eat me when I die. I feel like I've kind of earned that. <laughs> 
Oh, Solaria goes, he pats you on the back. I'm, I'm gonna. Solaria <laughs> says, this is how I honor the dead. I don't eat them. I just take everything from is it, them that is I Is it not sell. more respectful to, first of all, this this is honoring the dead. Frankly, this is this is the most powerful enemy that I have ever bested in combat. And so... He kicked his ass too, man. It It's... Yeah, scales man, and its crazy. teeth will make finer weapons and armor than anything I have ever, any materials that I have ever worked with. Is that not honor honoring this powerful creature's life to acknowledge its power and make something powerful from it? You know what, Ben? I hadn't thought about it like that. Fair enough. And I mean, it's not like he's going to use him. He's dead, right? All of a sudden, the body starts glowing, and then, like, the whole, all the flesh and everything just disappears in this weird wind, and it glows golden, and then, like, you get the sense of, like, some weird draconic wart. No, we're not gonna do full And Solaria starts glowing Um, as the soul is pulled into Solaria. Uh, and then you just have the bones and the scales, and you can harvest them, but the whole body's there somehow, even after you harvest some of its bones and... (laughs) <laughs> how it's far really did we get from uh, the caldera is it still behind us you're literally the caldera is behind you the massive uh quartz cathedrals like maybe a hundred yards away so you're <laughs> you could turn around and go back to the caldera and start crafting stuff if you really wanted to do that <laughs> no i mean i kind of would just like to no. let somebody know that this I mean, is out to. here <laughs> i i think they would know you see, like, a few pseudo-dragons in the distance that are, like, watching, and I think Solaria would, like, even Red would know, like, ancient dragons use pseudo-dragons as, like, kind of, uh, as basically minions. So they would be relying that, relaying that information back to the Foundry. Cool, you guys saw that, right? Better tell Papa Foundry. Maybe not One tell him how scary Gideon is. Crazy. And then it flies away as you hear like another roar coming from the cathedral area. And Solaria like perks up and looks. I don't see anything, but that was that almost that didn't sound quite like a dragon's roar. Are you saying you we should go check it out? Like... Yeah, let's go check it out. She says, like she's she's definitely like half burned from acid. A lot of her fur is missing. Um, but she's all like, yeah, let's do it. It starts walking toward the cathedral. Okay, red flies overhead. Um, Gideon <laughs> uses 20, um, 20 of his lay on hands healing and heals himself up okay. 20. All right. Um, hey, and then you, see... you move toward. Did you see how they stayed in the sun so we couldn't see them? Man, that's smart. I'm going to do that. I was about to say, you might want to keep that in mind. Yeah, that's something I'm going to use. Imagine how good of a nap you could get if you were in the sun. Oh. Just a big ball of fire, man. The biggest ball of fire. I think that would still... I, I think that would kill Red. I think no matter how... I think I think that would kill Red, Solaria says. No. Fire's the best. Red is... Solaria move Like, you uh, guys move up to the cathedral. Yes, we're at the cathedral. The whole time Red's been like... flying overhead, and then he'll drop down yeah. and run with everybody, and then fly overhead, and then drop down. He's like yelling. He's like yelling from overhead. Mm. Red, um, and then head. you get to the cathedral. Do you guys? Do you guys go? You hear like noises in the cathedral going on. Do you go in and check it out? Uh, what do you do? 
can I yeah. just like poke my head in through the entrance and perceive? Yeah, sure. Red barrels in as he does this. Role. I think the perceiving role is called perception. Can I perceive Red as barrels I barrel in? in? Yeah, sure. Red barrels in. So there are barrels in below red. I got a 16. How many lay on hands do you get, Carson? I get five for every paladin level I have, so I have 45 points of lay on hands healing. Wow. It's very, very good. That is a lot. Paladins are pretty neat, man. (laughs) 25 more of those bad boys. I do. Nice. All right, Mr. DM, what do we see? You rolled a 15 and a 16. I took Aura Vitality and Blinding Smite as my third level spells. Both are really solid. One is a healing option, one is a damage option. Um, Alright, you poke your heads into this cathedral. Um, uh, Carson, I want you to make an Arcana check as well while we do this. Um, and You poke your heads in, and even with your 15 and 16, you oh, I am not good at that. both notice a massive almost 30 foot tall Venator inside the cathedral. I guess I should also lead with the doors are a lot wider open than they were last time, and the tree seems to have been scratched and torn apart. Uh-oh. Some? Uh-oh. I guess I should have kind of led with that, I guess, a little bit. And then there is... It's a natural 19 for my Arcana nice. And this is, like, this Venator is nearly 30 feet tall and is almost the same shade of red as red is, with black spots two very short little arms that are basically vestigial. Like, it almost doesn't have claws in the front. And it is... It roars as it is chewing on a gem stalker that is in front of it. And as you guys look at the scene, the... What is it? Spark of Brilliance? Is that what we decided to call it? Yes. Okay. Spark of Brilliance the sapphire in it glows and almost like a a light from it points straight at the statues of the two dragons that were in this cathedral that you saw. And you get this feeling that the sapphire is wanting you to go toward these statues, Gideon. And the Venator roars again as more gem stalkers drop from the floor and start moving toward it to attack it. And I think that's where we're going to end it tonight. Uh-oh. Uh, I was going to say, can we wait and see how that shakes Uh-oh, out? Guys. <laughs> oh no. Gideon, this is bad. Oh no, Gideon. Red Red says that, and like the je- like two gem stalkers see you guys in the doorway and start heading towards you. <laughs> no! <laughs> Let's team up and take on the big thing. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Whew, we don't... So we Brett... didn't rest. <laughs> nope. Talk about, uh, you know, not getting long rests in the dungeon. <laughs> we gonna do our questions? Yeah, let's do our questions. That I can never remember. So, I, I changed up one of the wordings for one of them. So, maybe this will help it a little bit. Um, so, we're going to start with your... What was the f- your favorite part of the session? What was the coolest thing that happened this session in your mind? We killed a black dragon. Killing the black dragon, yeah. for sure. We... <laughs> Okay, that was easy. Um, <laughs> what the second question is? What was your best role playing moment of the night? I think my best role playing moment was playing Red conflicted during the dragon fight, because um, he did not want to fight the dragons. 
but he didn't want to kill Gideon and Solaria either. So it was just kind of like self-defense, and that's why he didn't chase after Drip. He was glad that Drip survived. Yeah. And they had a funny moment while Drip was flying away. Yeah, Drip's like, <laughs> wait, what? Drip's like, I, I still don't understand you. I'm getting mixed signals. <laughs> I don't know that Gideon had a particularly strong um, role-playing moment. Uh, no, you know what? I think it is is making Red his... His, uh, his claws? Claws. Yeah, that was his cool. claw weapons. Yeah. And um, making Red... Uh, okay with you harvesting the dragon I think was a really good roleplay moment yeah that was good yeah. Solaria yeah. and Gideon just immediately start tearing apart this get this dragon and Red's like uh thanks guys <laughs> yeah how do you feel the session went well I know it could have yeah. gone a lot worse yeah, I think it went good it went very <laughs> well alright that's it we're done that's two episodes in two days we've completed guys well me and Carson Brett yeah. only counts as half of that. Um. Not the slackers. <laughs> I was excited to play uh, Flint. Getting yeah. his sheet together. I was actually excited to play Chris. I have exactly one damaging spell, and it's the Magic Stone oh, Cantrip. Wow. That's it. Everything else is charm or um, like trickster-related. Let me see. I might not be much better than that. Uh, I created an NPC confusion is like yeah. ridiculous. I created an NPC for the campaign that I was going to throw in with Flint and Chris. Their name is Brandy New. <laughs> They're a hunling fighter, Echo Knight. Okay, so I have... Could have made him like a... Um, could have given him like a pistol and named the pistol Tommy. I have four or five... Five. I have five damaging spells, but three of them I get from my subclass. Huh. Four of them I get from my subclass. Our Alexa doesn't. My spells are. Uh, our Alexa doesn't respond whispers. to Alexa. We we changed the name so it's Echo. So every time I've been saying Echo Knight, it's been responding to me. It's been really obnoxious. Um. Anyways, my mother lost her phone earlier today. Couldn't find it, and to find it, she said. Alexa, where are you? <laughs> oh, that's and really it, funny. It digged and said, I'm right here. And I never <laughs> had thought about doing that before. Uh, I lost my phone uh, the other day, and I was wearing... Or Siri, uh, where I was wearing earbuds. So I said... Uh, I said, hey, Siri, make my phone ring. And it didn't do anything. So then I said, hey, Siri, set a two-second timer. And she said, okay. And then my phone timer started going off, and I found it. All right, well... I gotta head off here. Make sure Molly finished her research. Yeah, I'm gonna get off here too. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get to bed. Yes. Yeah, oh, Alright, guys. I will talk to you all later. See ya. See ya, bud. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion, the DM. Catch you later!